It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Postcast tonight. The Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Final score, 100-86 to San Antonio. I'm David Locke along with Ron Boone. Thanks for tuning in to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can subscribe and get this podcast after every single jazz game. It's the radio team postgame show on the Internet. Subscribe on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher is as the Jazz fall tonight to San Antonio. The only real surprise in how tonight's game played out, Ron, was the 10-2 start by the Utah Jazz. Yeah, 10-2 start, and I'll, I'll, we started thinking, okay, this is going to be exactly what we saw down in, in San Antonio, the way the Jazz started out, knocking down threes, I think, in that first half, four three-point shots in, that they made in the first quarter, opposed to seven that they made down in San Antonio, but then all of a sudden, Everything stopped. I mean, the, the Jazz had to make a couple substitutions. The defense picked up for the San Antonio Spurs, and uh, they never looked back. So we got told before the game from people around the Spurs that the Spurs were going to make an adjustment primarily to eliminate the Jazz three-point shooting tonight. It seemed to be what that adjustment was was early switching, which is very different what they usually do. We talked in the pregame show about the Spurs doing late switching. We'll talk about these differences here in a second. And it, they did come out with this early switching. So the early switching, Ron, dig in to tell us a little bit how what that is. And then why didn't it work right away? Because it gives you the appearance that something's open, that there's something there. And if you, if you just think back during the course of the basketball game, how many of those so-called pocket passes that, that you can get when you uh, – that's a bounce pass catching Derek Fabers or, or Trey Lyles or someone going to the basket? Or how many lobs did they get? You know, with Rudy or or or, uh, or Derek Favors or something like that, because they they lay back and they wait, 1,001, 1,002, and you think it's open. Then all of a sudden they close out and, and it's no longer there, and they come up with with a deflection. Great coaching, I, I think, there, and it's that uh, by um, by Greg Popovich. And what was interesting about this game is that they started with early switching, and it got Aldridge and Gasol out on the Jazz guards. And the Jazz guards promptly hit threes right over the top of them. So at the 10-2 timeout, they switched back to the late switching you're talking about. And the real thing that happened in the first half of this game was the Jazz had 10 turnovers. 10 turnovers, and then they gave up uh, from the free throw line. was not making threes. I mean, free throws. I think there was a nine-point difference in uh, three points, uh, free throws made in that first half, which tells a a story there as well. But everything continued, I I think, in, in the second half. Every run the Jazz made, uh, the San Antonio Spurs were able to answer just exactly what we saw with the Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. It uh, did. It felt like the Jazz were. Gonna, it kept feeling like the Jazz were going to make their run. They get it to nine, get it to eleven, get it to ten. The next thing you knew, it was back to seventeen. It's just a testament to San Antonio. Yeah, making big shots. I mean, that will. Uh, and, and Kawhi Leonard did just that. I mean, he was nine for eighteen. Seemed like he made more than that, you know, because he made the big shots, the shots that that, that needed to be made at, at, at certain times, and. It, both coaches, I thought, did a pretty good job of substituting. The Jazz 
had ten, played 10 guys. No one played over 30 minutes. The same with the San Antonio Spurs. And they just uh, uh, try to keep guys fresh, but trying to create mismatches out there on the floor. And Popovich make a substitution. That meant that uh, Coach Schneider had to counter. Coach Schneider made a substitution. That meant that Popovich had to had to counter. But the big thing is that the San Antonio Spurs have built up that lead early in the ball game, like the Jazz did down in San Antonio, and uh, neither team was able to cut into it. I've got a good news trend, i got a bad news trend, and i got a I'm not worried about trend. So let's go through the three of them. The good news trend is the Jazz three-point shooting might be one of the best. They, uh, there's a chance of the best three-point shooting team in this league. I know there's the Warriors, so they're probably better. But so, of mere mortals, they may be the best three-point, one of the best three-point shooting teams in this league, because the Spurs guard the three-point. Their whole game plan was guard the three-point line. The Jazz still went 11 to 23. Yeah, 11 for 26, as a matter of fact, for 42 percent. That that's some pretty good. That's some excellent shooting, and you asked for it. Now you got it. So we'll see what happens here. If the three-point shot is going to really carry the Jazz throughout throughout the season. Right now, the 11 for 26. The Spurs six for 20, but the Jazz lose by 14. So there's other parts of the game that has to be played here. Jazz are taking, tonight they took about 32.5% of their shots from three. That's right in the range that I'd like. I'd probably like it at 35, but that's where you're heading. That's up from last year's 29. The league's going to be probably around 29 or 30 or 31%. You want to take about that range. If you're going to win in this league, it's what you got to do. It might sound crazy. You still have to attack the basket. You still got to do your other stuff. But you've got to take about 33% of your shots from three in the Jazz are right in that realm right now. So that's the good news, the three-point shooting tonight that was good for the Jazz. George Hill, three for six. Joe Johnson, two for two. Rodney Hood, two for four. Trey Lyles was not good. He was one for four. And Joe Ingles, one for four tonight, who's been brilliant uh, up until this moment. The thing that I'm, uh, the trend that I would say is not such good news is the Jazz are no longer doing much of anything on the offensive glass. That has uh, really, they got a few offensive rebounds late in the ball game, uh, so that they finished with nine and it doesn't look nearly the way it was. But if you go back and look at it, the end of the third quarter, you would find that the Jazz really were doing almost no offensive rebound. They had three offensive rebounds in the first three quarters of this game. It's a lot of teams. The Spurs don't do a lot of offense. The Clippers don't. They get back defensively. But it is something the Jazz have used in the last few years to be very good offensively, and they are not doing it at all. They're bottom of the five in the league right now. Well, and, and that will take its toll, I, I think, because any time a team, you know, well, the San Antonio Spurs end up shooting 45%. Now, they were a little bit better than that during the course of the basketball game. I think they're in that third period. They shot 56% there from the field. When you shoot that good there's not a lot of offensive rebounds to, to, to get but uh, at the end of the th- to, at, to give you that the end of the third quarter the jazz have gotten three out of 22 chances so if you look at the jazz give me one second I'll, I'll find this maybe there's a chance i did find it so if you look at the jazz a year ago the year ago the jazz were the third best offensive rebounding team in the league getting 26 percent of all offensive rebounds through three quarters tonight they had three of 22 if I didn't have my math with son right next to me, I wouldn't know that percentage. But since he'll tell me that three of 22 is somewhere in the range of about one-ninth, it's about 12 or 13%. So uh, that's a huge decrease. Well, uh, again, you find ways to win basketball games, and, and offensive rebounds is going to be rebounding, period, is, 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 is a key. Turnovers is, a, is another one. I mean, those are the things that coaches – really really complain about when you don't rebound the basketball and 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 you turn the basketball over because those are possessions uh that that end up affecting the ball game as it goes on and finally the one i'm not worried about is Derek favors he's not right 
right now. Uh, he's not moving great. You suddenly know you said it well in the air. Maybe there is a reason to have a three, four week training camp. He just yeah. did not. I mean, he played the first game and then he didn't do anything at all for that whole period of time. It's not like Gordon Hayward, who's been working with his hand, running his 17s and doing all of his workouts and really he's worked hard the last few days. I think we're seeing him fairly soon. Uh, and he was, Derek wasn't doing anything. And you can tell there are plays that Derek regularly makes that he is not making right now. Yeah, you, you know, he didn't have the luxury like, like Gordon to the point where he can – he didn't have his legs to the point where he could train and, 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 uh, and run and, and change directions and, you know, all those type of things that keep his – his, his wind up, I mean, to the point where you don't tire early and you know, that type of thing. And so it, it's affecting him now. I'm sure you can see they're trying to, trying to bring him along slowly. Tonight he was, heavy, he was up 27 minutes. And so I would imagine on this road trip he'll spend more and more time on the floor. I, don't, I haven't seen them any conditioning that they're doing with him after practice or anything like that. Uh, I think they're just going to let him play his way into shape. So if, if that's the case, you know, he, he might be a couple of weeks away. Well, and I don't think you want to do that much extra conditioning with him because you're trying not to aggravate yeah. any of these areas where the injuries have happened. Would you like? Have you noticed something? What? You, you notice what disappeared during the middle of postcast? My hiccups. <laughs> they last the whole beeping game. Except for the third quarter they went away for a while. We get to post game and they go away. I'll tell you when they're going to come back. Tonight you're going to be asleep and all of a sudden you're going to get the hiccups and and, and you're going to die because you won't get any sleep. Okay, I knowing that you have an early flight tomorrow and knowing that you probably haven't packed yet, have you? No. <laughs> See there, yeah. <laughs> I had to take care of the family. My wife and daughter are gallivanting in St. George. My poor son is left only with me. Your son's not with you. Look, he's got a young lady. Where does she go? I guess he's going home with me. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that is postcast and a little more information than you needed to know. The Jazz fall tonight to the San Antonio Spurs. Have a good night and be safe. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.